1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Mississippi Education Connection. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with my co-host Tara Wren, Director of Education here at MPB. Well, before your kids started school, you were their first primary teacher, instructing them in ABCs and 123s. And as they grow, you shift into the role of coach, making sure they finish their homework and get to school on time. But even as children advance through the grades, parents remain their most important teachers. So today, we'll take a closer look at MPB's early Childhood Training Support Initiative, Parents Are Teachers Too. With our guest, Director of Early Childhood Sheila Brown Robinson, Education Outreach Specialist Belinda Lane, plus, we'll speak with facilitator Janet Kirk and others who will talk about their experience with the program. We'll welcome our guest in a few, but first, of course, let's welcome my co host Tara Wren. Wren. Good morning, Tara. Good morning, Michelle. How are you today? I'm doing great. It's Friday. Friday. Beautiful. Friday, it is and it feels good outside. It's wind not, is blowing. Yes, yes. yesterday, uh, did you notice last night, around 6 o'clock, the wind started really blowing. The temperature dropped a little bit. I didn't even have my air on. I had my windows down. And
2: Well, I heard it's going to be a nice weekend. Weekend, yes. So.
1: I'm excited. I'm yes. excited. Nice, nice, nice. We need that because it's been in the like upper 90s for a while, (laughs) super hot. So, of course, we got to check in with our education department and see what you guys have been
2: doing on the other side of the building because I know you've been working hard. We have been. Listen, we are still celebrating our seniors, so I want to remind everybody to go to the website and see those senior posts, and we're still taking pictures, so submit your pictures if you have not to our um, Celebrating Seniors uh, webpage. And the most exciting thing that's coming up is our summer learning family fun week. We're going to do it virtual style, as I mentioned. So you'll start seeing, or we have already put up on our web a web page on our social media site. We put up all the information, a lot of the details. We're asking people to go register. We need you to register because there are happy's all throughout the week. It's just going to be a lot of fun. We have lots of Mississippi friends helping us this year. Um, it's June 21st through the 27th. We have Ed Set who's going to be in concert, our very my, own Ed Set. Your best friend, your right? Your best friend from last week, yes. <laughs> we have storyteller Terrence, the Story Weaver Roberts, is going oh. to tell a story one day. An art workshop, Ooh, which is going to be led fun. by Yolandi Van Hurden from Greenwood, Mississippi. It's going to be such an interesting and fun project to wow. do. A music workshop with MDE's. Teacher of the Year, Hannah Gett-Audrey. All right. So that is going to be really educational and fun. And we're just going to have fun, family-engaging activities every day for the entire family. So make sure you get to register at education.mpbonline.org and we want to have just a wonderful week. Now
1: you know I have to reiterate if you didn't understand all of that because that was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> you do have to <laughs> register and you know what Tara um, I've been here going on four years now almost four and or well, three and a half so I like to see the growth of Summer Learning Week. I know you've seen the growth of Summer Learning Week. You guys used to actually have this Um, face-to-face at the convention downtown. last
2: year, the last couple of years, we've had about 4,000 folks show up. At the end of June, we typically have it. And, you know, we have all sorts of vendors, and we're forced this year to do it differently. But we're still trying to keep the same momentum. And in the spirit of... Combating summer learning loss, we don't want we want children to stay excited about reading, about math, STEM, and just about learning in general. And our theme this year: a great time to learn together. I love and so it. So we're encouraging families to continue what happened. You know, it, with At the COVID-19, ser- mm-hmm. it forced families to learn together. And so we're going to do that in a fun and engaging way for an entire week and activities that will be ongoing throughout the summer.
1: I like that. And speaking of together, of course, that's what we're talking about today. Yes. How can you engage with your children Absolutely. if you don't understand the material, if you really don't know what to do? Yes. You guys have come up with a great, great program that trains, basically trains parents on how to teach your children at home, and I we love like it. to
2: say that it's um, a conversation. Okay, an initiative. We don't want a parent to feel like we are telling them what to do and how to do it, but we are providing a peer-to-peer conversation discussion group. You know, six sessions, we'll talk more about it. But um, it's an opportunity where parents can come and just talk to each other, gain tips from each other. And we have some resources that we'll provide, free resources, and it's statewide.
1: I like what you said about um, reaching out and peer-to-peer. That really changes a lot of things. It's not like you have this Ph.D. or this educator in front of you you can learn a lot from another parent mm-hmm. and you know they say back in the day the neighborhoods the communities used to come together mm-hmm. and they worked together more mm-hmm. nowadays some people don't even know their neighbor's name right. you know you don't you see them, you may wave or you may not mm-hmm. but back in back in the day like you say the community rallied together more, mm-hmm. and I think that's happening again now. People are coming back and, and wanting to know their neighbor's name, wanting to uh, come together as a community to, for change in America and in the world. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, change starts in the home, mm-hmm. and that's what this initiative is all about. I love it. Well, great. All we're right, talk a lot
2: about it. Today. That's
1: great. So, um, anything coming up in the fall for education?
2: Well, we're working currently working with MDE. And we're excited about that to continue to support them. In the fall, we're just waiting to see how school's gonna get started back and what things we can continue to do, what new things we can um, implement. I will say in July, we are planning a teacher-led fun project. We're asking teachers across the state of Mississippi from different grades, different subject matters to do short videos, five minutes or less, and teach one concept. And we're going to run those videos or post them on our social media site, and we're going to create a special page. It's called Teacher Feature, I and love so it. We, we want teachers to just do homemade videos. Nothing, you know, in the studio mm-hmm. or anything like that. Use your cell phone, your iPad, right. create a video, show us how to do something fun, something in a short amount of time, and we're going to run those. And that's going to take us into the fall, and so school will be starting, and we'll see what we'll. We'll be well, doing what at that, was that next. point. Yes. And speaking
1: of the fall, like you 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 talked about, we don't. Parents, teachers, administrators, really, right now, still don't quite know how schools will look. In uh, the new school year, so we're waiting. That we also going to have uh, Dr. Uh, Wright and some MDE representatives back on the show mm-hmm. in the coming next in the next month mm-hmm. to talk about uh, the public schools in 2021. Yes, cause and they're
2: having meetings yes, right they're, now. They're, they're meeting right meetings now. and deciding. I saw an article today. I haven't gotten to read, gotten a chance to read it yet. But um, talking about there are some options. What options of districts being provided with? So that's. An article that's, I think it's on MPB online. Oh, good. And guess what? If you're listening to us right now, stay
1: with us throughout the month of June and July because we're going to bring you all of uh, what's going on in education in Mississippi through the month of July, okay? And guess what? Got a little surprise. Got your next stop coming back. Yeah. Uh, I know you guys are waiting to hear what's going on in and around your state. So Next Stop Mississippi is coming back. And so you can plan your weekends with your family and friends. Like always, every Friday we'll be talking to musicians and um, um, events around the state. But stay tuned because... Uh, Mississippi Education Connection isn't leaving. Isn't yes. leaving. We'll Never tell you more about exactly. That. We'll tell you more about that coming up. Well, we're gonna take our first break, and when we get back, um, we're gonna um, move to, um, of course, talking with Sheila Brown Robinson and um, Belinda Lane with MPB to talk about, of course, the new initiative. And it is fairly yes. new, isn't it? Parents are teachers? Parents are too. We teachers too. on it
2: two years ago, and we're, we're about to roll it out at the beginning of March. Oh, good we deal. Pandemic happened and we had to wait a little while. The rest time. is history. <laughs> yes. So good. To, so today we're going to uh, get a closer look, go behind
1: the scenes, on Parents are Teachers to initiative. Stay tuned. This is Mississippi Education Connection. you are listening to Mississippi Education Connection. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with my co-host, Tara Wren, Director of Education here at MPB. Well, today we're taking a closer look at MPB's Early Childhood Training Support Initiative, Parents Are Teachers Too. Now, without further ado, let's welcome our guests to the show, Sheila Brown Robinson, Director of Early Childhood, and Belinda Lane, Education Outreach Specialist. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good How morning.
0: are you?
1: Let me see. I hear the voices, so I hear Sheila's voice, and I hear your voice, Belinda. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good we're, you know the difference. I do. <laughs> Sheila, you know, you're. I call you our, um, now Tara, you were, but now Tara is the Education Department uh, resident, she took my job. She did no, 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 you can have it back. <laughs> but Sheila, you know, we always love having you and Belinda, of course, welcome to MPB Think Radio. Well thank, thank you. you. Well, first let's start off with um, Sheila. Tell us what your role is here at M P B is.
0: Well, I am, as you said, the early childhood director and I host and facilitate literacy workshops for child care providers and preschool teachers. Um, I plan and present literacy events for students. Um, I create uh, new initiatives for early childhood that focuses on literacy. And then I am a team player here in the education department, and we do a variety of projects. So I'm a little bit busy all the time.
1: I see. I see. And now you've been on the show numerous times, but for those who don't know, how long have you been here at MPB? Oh Michelle. <laughs> you know I had to ask. This is my twentieth year. Wow. wow. Congratulations. It's twenty year anniversary. We gotta do yes. something special. Yes. You know, every moment is a moment for cake for me, so you know.
2: Okay. <laughs> we eat cake, cake a lot. You do it. in and education. education. <laughs> we do. Well,
1: Belinda, tell us about your position here, um, as an education outreach specialist. Okay,
2: so
4: I conduct a uh, some presentations as well. We do workshops and trainings that sort of thing, but uh, we do a lot of informational presentations on behalf of MPB, uh, and we also uh, connect people in a broader educational community by creating and cultivating relationships with uh, schools, with individuals, a number of relevant educational organizations, anywhere from child care providers to universities and beyond, so that encompasses all of what I do.
1: So when you say outreach, you, you are out there in the communities, in uh, the state. Yes,
4: absolutely. Love Across it. the state of Mississippi.
1: Love it. I love it. Now, both of you have worked together here at MPB for a while, like Sheila just mentioned, and have been able to touch a lot of families with, with the work that you do. Now, Sheila, talk about your inspiration for parents or teacher, teachers, too.
0: Oh, I could go a long way about that. <laughs> Keep but- it short. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: your, boss, your boss has spoken. Look at that. I'm <laughs> it.
0: Um, when I thought of this, this project, it was after several workshops that I had did with some teachers. And when I would complete the workshops with them, they would come up and said, Hey, we really wish that the parents of our children would, would be here. That means they're students. And I said, Oh, well, you are more than welcome to, you know, share this information. I said, Yeah, but it might come better from you. But um, that happened a couple times. And so I came back to the office, and I talked to a lot of my other, you know, coworkers, team members. And I sat down and just kind of started doing a couple things. And I talked to uh, my daughter, and I told her what my idea was. And she said, well, Mom, you know, we have uh, been very blessed to have you very involved in our school life in our education, all our lives. And that's why we are where we are today. And I thought, well, if I was able to do that with them, I surely should be able to share this information with others and host a workshop. Well, and I will say sessions, because it started out that it would be one large workshop, and we narrowed it all down to six sessions, which I'm very glad about. (laughs) But my inspiration comes from those individuals that i have met over these 20 years those teachers who say this information will work really really good for our parents and so that's how teachers uh you know feel about me facilitating for them and so i created this for our parents
1: i I love it that so basically basically it was your inspiration this is your baby Yes, my baby. (laughs) I love it. Now, you mentioned six sessions. It has six sessions for parents to participate in. How did you design the curriculum to be exclusive for parents with diverse situations?
0: Well, you know, I had so much information that I wanted to put in, in, in this piece, and I couldn't do all of it in one. I didn't want to do that because I thought that would be overwhelming. So the six sessions was the great and best idea. And so now there are six sessions, one hour, very informative, uh, engaging, fun, quick, full of conversation, full of discussions for the the parents to enjoy and not feel like they don't have a voice to speak. Because in this particular session, and in six of them, everybody gets to share their experiences, their um, roles and responsibilities, their challenges, their struggles, and we all talk about those together and we come up with solutions and parents are very uh special they they talk about um the things that they want to do in their child school and we give them tools to use and this is this this platform that we have to reach our parents it's working really really well
1: and i'm sure especially during COVID 19 uh no one knew that that was going to happen but given that situation things like this, programs like this actually are for situations like COVID-19. Parents have to become the primary teacher.
0: Yes. Tara and I talked about that
2: right after it happened. We did. We (laughs) talked about how if Pat was around 10 years ago, mm. 20 years ago, Sheila, if yeah. you had done this. You know, parents would have been a little bit more comfortable being put in the situation they were put in. And so we're we're looking at moving forward. We, I think things happen for a reason at the right time. And this is just a perfect time for us to get this started. We started working on this, Sheila Belinda. About two years ago. Right. And we actually, um, last February, we thought we were going to launch it a year or so ago. And we had a a, a quick dry run and we thought we could tweak a few things. And we did that. And so we were um, planning to kick off, as I was saying earlier, this March at the beginning. And right Right. when we got started, COVID happened and it forced us to have to um, wait a little while. And now we're picking back up. We're actually going to start in July. Um, virtual styles. <laughs> so um, Everything's
1: changing. Yes. <laughs> the new normal, as they say. Now, you know, it's funny. You guys answered my next question, really. Why is PAT important for parents? You can, if you want to go a little further and talk about why it is so important for parents to participate in this initiative.
0: Oh, it's so important. Um, once again, and, and as you have just mentioned, because of the pandemic that we're in, parents are, are at the table learning teaching, um, trying to figure out what the next move to, to do with their children while they're, they're out of school. This HAT initiative gives those parents the tools and the resources to, to use. It, it really doesn't. Mm.
1: So how does so, how does it work, per se? So now that, especially now that you guys have moved to virtual, how will it work?
4: Belinda can definitely hear that.
1: <laughs>
0: okay.
4: <laughs> so our families, our facilitators, will be uh, launching those particular sessions online via Zoom or whichever site they choose. So many, of course, have chosen Zoom as their site to be able to launch this particular session. And so we're very proud also to be able to launch this information because we realize that there is a serious digital divide in our country. During this COVID, we've seen that more now, and we've become aware of that more now than ever. So these kind of programs are going to be very, very helpful to folks who are part of that digital divide. We have parents who've uh, indicated that they don't mind driving somewhere to the nearest site where there is Wi-Fi to be able to access the program. And so I'm very uh, excited about that that part of it, that they're willing to put the work and the time to be a part of this program.
1: Now, Belinda, you mentioned you said the word facilitators. Can you uh, tell me what's your guide in selecting individuals to be facilitators for the um, initiative?
4: Absolutely. So most of our facilitators have either worked with children, they may even have children of their own, and they understand how important it is for parents to have that extra guidance of helping to be able to help their children. As Sheila mentioned earlier, that That we, as parents ourselves, uh, during our time of parenting our younger when our children were younger, we had questions and never had anybody that we could really turn to and hmm. say hey here 's some guidance for that. Take step one. you know there was no cookie cutter situation for us." And parenting is certainly not a one-size-fits-all so the facilitators that have been chosen they understand this concept and they understand that the, the fact that MPB wants someone who loves the work they like the connection of the communities as well and they understand the dynamics of sharing parenting strategies. Wow
1: now you have 20 facilitators uh, currently yes. um, in 20 different counties are you looking for more facilitators um, right now?
4: We will be launching the program again in the fall. So uh, any of the folks out there who are interested and have worked in the educational arena, they are certainly welcome to contact us because, yes, we will be looking for additional facilitators at a later time so that we can uh, go ahead and start our, our journey again. And as Tara indicated, of course, we don't know what the schedules of school will look like this fall so we want to go ahead and get that into place so that when the Mississippi Department of Education launches that information to us then we'll know exactly where these folks need to go.
2: You are right. And I'll add to mm-hmm. that what Belinda said we decided to go to launch in 20 counties with this pilot session okay year we call it and so we're wanting to add more so we want this to be a statewide initiative where parents across the state can participate no matter where they are.
1: I love it. I love it. Now, Tara, since you came back in the conversation, you've mentioned before on the show uh, many times that um the goal for you and your team being the director of education is to have more boots on the ground. I put it in quotes because that's what you call it. Boots on the ground style programs statewide. Now do you feel that this program embodies that vision?
2: Yes, we have quite a few boots on the ground programs. We're in the community statewide, Belinda and Sheila leads a lot of that. We also have our community engagement team who lead who does that as well. So we are always across the state. Particularly what I meant when I said that was that um, a lot of the programs that we've had are grant funded and a particular group of people or can only participate a handful here, a handful there. And one of my goals when I became the director of education was to do a program statewide. Where it's open to everyone. If you want to participate, we're not. We don't have any boundaries stipulations or stipulations and, mm-hmm. of grant. And Sheila has designed the program, and Pat is the perfect one to open the door for everyone across the state to participate. So, I can check that.
1: I love that. <laughs> well, Sheila, what are you? Ex- what are some expected outcomes uh, once a parent has gone through the um, six-week sessions? That the
0: parent shares their experiences um, that they went through during each one of the sessions they share it with their family they share it with their friends and encourage them to come and be a part of it hmm.
2: yes yeah, so i want to say thank you to um, i talked about a grant but this isn't a grant but we did um get some funders to help us and here in mississippi And i want to say thank you to them send a shout out to donna and jim barksdale Cheryl and jay davidson Martha and Henry Hederman Charitable Foundation and Origin Bank. They're helping us to make sure that this program gets off the ground and, and, and we do um, have the things we need to run it. Across now, the you
1: know, I have to uh, put my uh, financial hat on right quick and ask if someone listening right now says this sounds like something I would love to help fund, help give to, help be a part of. How can they become sponsors? Are you accepting any more sponsors or
2: funders or things like that? Absolutely. We are accepting funders, and we, we need it to continue the program if we're going to do it year after year. Like Belinda mentioned, we're about to do a session, then we'll start back up in the fall. So most certainly, please contact us. You can call us at 601-432-6565 and just ask for Tara or Belinda or Sheila, and we will talk to you about more about the program, give you some details, and... Hopefully, um, you can become a funder. All right. So if you would like to become
1: a facilitator, if you like to uh, help um, fund this initiative, Mm -hmm. if you're a parent and you're listening now and you say, you know what, yes, I do need some help, or I would love to grow and know more about being my uh, child's first teacher, Mm -hmm. they can go
2: where to find out more about this program and sign up? Well, on our our website, education.mpbonline.org. There's an early childhood tab, and you just scroll right down to parents or teachers, too, and there's information there. There are phone numbers to facilitators across the state and our phone numbers. So.
1: Oh, wow. Well, thank you so much, Sheila Brown Robinson and Belinda Lane, for uh, speaking with us today. I know you have to get back to work and start working on more of this initiative and Summer Learning Family Fun Week. I know that's coming up in your department as well. Thank you guys for being a part of Mississippi Education Connection today. Thank you. All right, take care. Well, it's time for us to take another quick break, and when we return, we'll continue discussing MPB's Parents Are Teachers to initiative with facilitator Janet Kirk. Now, if you have a question or comment for the show and you want to know more about Pat or Parents Are Teachers Too, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Stay tuned. This is Mississippi Education Connection on MPB Think Radio.
4: Hi, I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, Professor of Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center and host of Southern Remedies Relatively Speaking. Join us as we explore issues that relate to you and your family, from mental health obstacles and family interactions to handling life's disruptions. Whatever the issue, let's try to figure it out together. You can listen live Tuesdays at 11 on MPB Think Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on your preferred podcasting app. <laughs>
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
1: You're listening to Mississippi Education Connection on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with my co-host, Tara Wren, Director of Education here at MPB. Well, today we've been getting a behind the scenes look into MPB's Early Childhood Training Support Initiative, Parents Are Teachers Too. Now, if you have a question or comment you'd like to ask, give us a call at 1 877 MPB Ring. That's 1 672 7464. Now, let's continue our conversation and welcome our next guest to the show. She's a facilitator for the PET Initiative, Janet Kirk. Good morning, Ms. Kirk. Good morning. And thanks for Good being morning. here today with uh, MPB Think Radio. I know you're familiar with MPB, and I'm sure you're going to tell us all what you love about working with uh, the education department. But before we get into that, of course, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your profession?
5: I will. My name is Jeanette Kirk. I am a facilitator for the PET program in Lee County. Um, I'm an early childhood educator of 39 years. Mm-hmm. A daycare owner for 38 years, a mother of two children, and a grandmother of three children. I'm the uh, second oldest sibling of 13 children. Um, involved in various activities and organizations in the Tupelo area and throughout the state of Mississippi. I love working with children, and that's just where I'm committed to, and have committed my life committed my life to over um, my working career 39 oh, years.
1: So, before yeah. I ask you what's your role as a facilitator, how did you first find out about the program? um
5: I found out about it by attending a meeting that was held in in our area um and through miss Belinda and so just kind of get that information that way and that's how I actually find out about the program
1: and And why did you say yes? What was it about the Parents our Teachers Too initiative that grabbed your attention and you said, "I have to be a part of this?"
5: Yeah, what what made me say yes? I've always been a big advocate for, um, you know, for the MTV, PBS, television network. Um, even as a young child, watching the Zoom uh, um, uh, TV when I would come home from school, they had a show called Zoom, and that I totally <laughs> loved. <laughs> and uh, then then coming on up with Reading Rainbow with the yes, Burton. Yes, that's my that's favorite one of show. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and and watching my children at the daycare grow um, and learn through those programs. So, um, and when I was um, contacted about being a facilitator, and know that I love teaching and um, teaching and, and uh, talking and being an advocate for children, um, I was so excited to, to be a part of this uh, mm-hmm. because because of what this program stands for and what it represents and what it is doing for our parents. So, I was just really excited about being a part when. Um, I think Willa asked him one time, and I said
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, <laughs> that's that's good. So what do you, what do you actually do as a facilitator?
5: Um, as a facilitator, my job is to is to guide and lead, uh, create a place where parents can come into a come in and relax and into an energetic and uh, place. And we, right now, we're having all our classes on our sessions on Zoom. So um, that's why I say come into a place um, where they can have meaningful conversations and be inspired to be the to be the best teacher for their children as they learn and grow. So we provide parents with early learning teaching tools and strategies, to, strategies to use with uh, while working with their child uh, while they're at home right now.
1: Now so that's- we know you uh, mentioned, and Tara and Belinda and Sheila did mention, that the entire initiative has switched to virtual, online. Um, how has yes. that affected what you're going to do? Because I know um, I heard Tara say a lot of parents, and Belinda talked about the learning curve with the technology. Are you going to be there to help facilitate that um, transition smoothly as well?
5: Yes, and, and we've already begun that. We've already begun. So we've started having our decisions, um, you know, virtually on On Zoom, And it's working out totally great. We're getting all our information out to our parents. So uh, all our participants, they're getting their information. And they're prepared and ready to go when we get on. And um, it's working out good. And everybody's just still excited about being a part of it. So they're all, you know, engaging into our conversations and participating with our activities. So nothing really has changed. But we just can't be together. But, you know, actually what we do, we've made it work really well.
1: How many sessions have you had so far? Uh, Four sessions. And do you know, can you kind of gauge how many um, parents or participants do you have in your area? Ten to twelve. Yes, ma'am, ten to twelve. Okay. And And what type of feedback have you gotten from the parents um, during the sessions? And do you uh, talk to them after the sessions or find out that they enjoy it and things like that?
5: We do. Um, I've gotten great feedback um, my parents the parents have been excited about being a part of it uh, they they tell me they can't wait till we get you know through the next session and we have one scheduled for Tuesday night so um, they're all they've always been very eager about it we've had some fathers involved oh that's and, great. and they're and they're engaging in conversations well because sometimes fathers tend to sit back <laughs> but um, the fathers are engaging and they you know giving out great information and it's just been um, very informative, and I and I can see that the parents are really eager about taking a part and being a part of something that's going to help improve their families and help their family to grow and help them to be able to, to know how to uh, learn how to manage and strategize for their families, especially right now during the COVID-19, and and, and there's a lot of families at home and spending extensive extensive hours whether they're normally in daycare or in school. Mm-hmm. So this is giving them opportunity to learn how to manage, um uh, you know. Give them to the tools to get to do that, um, plan uh, activities for the family to get together and to make some memorable moments together. So it, it covers so many things. The PAT program covers so many things inside of it. So it's just great to see the information that these parents are getting an opportunity to, to, um, you know, to come into.
2: So, Miss Kirk, you you talked about a lot of um, good parts to Pat and and the parents and how um, this will help them during this time. From a personal perspective, what do you hope to give or impart? Because as a a facilitator, you're responsible for setting the tone, for bringing the keeping the group together and and um, on the right track. And how, what do you hope to give or impart to parents who are participating? I hope to give
5: them. I hope to give them a, a place in their lives that they can, that they will always be able to carry with them. Because, you know, being a parent, you've never been, you know, you don't, there's no rules or regulations. You just kind of come into it. Mm-hmm. And with this, this program, it's been outlined by professionals and designed to help parents cover different areas of their lives and also as a family. And a lot of times, you know, now that they're getting a chance to, really embark on, like, family values and family goals, making memories with their family. There's so many things that it will help them to open their eyes and make them aware of that they might not have ever thought of. So that's one of the big things I hear about, you know, because I've, you know, heard, heard some parents share some things with us that, you know, they might not would ever talk about. They kind of get deep with some things that, that they've shared with us. And, and it makes me feel good because I know that they're listening and that they're learning and that they're taking things with them. They're taking notes, you know, and they're going home and being excited about what what we're talking about in the past program, so um one thing I, one little quote I shared with them uh, because we were talking about working and jobs and and I said that you can work a lifetime, but your child is only going to be young once, mm-hmm. so you know this is something that we need to take full advantage of is making sure that we engage and be a family every day about you know our lives.
2: I think that is absolutely great. So do you find that the, the parents, they might come in in the first meeting or two or have come in where they might be a little reserved, but that they warm up and, like you said, they start opening up, and, you know, that's mm-hmm. one of the outcomes that we were hoping for, you know, that they do warm up and that they do open up and share with each other and with you and you work through some things. Are you finding that to be yes, the case?
5: I really do, yes. and and, I, and I'm pretty good at I feel like I am. <laughs> Uh, Engaging people in conversations and getting them to feel comfortable, because that's what we want them to do. We want them to feel comfortable being in, in the space where they are. And so, because of that, that I do see them now really opening up. And sometimes, like last night, we had a we had a session last night, matter of fact. And so, when um, we got ready to have some discussion, we had about two or three trying to talk at the same time. And they said, okay, go ahead, just go ahead. So uh, they were eager and ready to talk. And, um, and you know, and share, and I love that because that's like you say, this is networking for them. A lot of them are making new friends, and mm-hmm. um, a lot of them are their children will be in the same schools along the way, and they'll already have some friends before they get there. So this is this is really a lot of great bonding, even with the parents um, themselves, you know. So yeah, I do see that they are really getting really comfortable with us, and and sharing, and being excited about what they're learning. Uh,
1: for their children and their family. It's funny. I'm listening to you guys talk about the program from Sheila to Belinda okay. to you, and I'm getting a little jealous because my daughter will be 17 <laughs> this year, and I'm just okay. thinking, right, if there was a program mm. like this when my daughter okay. and I and I can say I was I am and still am very active in my daughter's school. I was the PTA president at her middle school okay. for two years. I've all I've always been involved in the I guess extra curricular activities um, in her schools, but I wish I could have been more involved in the actual um, classroom work. And I see how this program helps parents get more involved and learn how to be more involved in the actual school work. Because things that we don't know, we'll shy away from because we don't understand it. And I, God, right. God bless teachers be, because they have so much on their plates and sometimes <laughs> they just don't have time to sit down and I don't want to call it babysit, but take parents step through, you know, step by step through everything they've already taught a whole classroom. But sometimes we as parents, we need that extra help. And this program um, or initiative actually does that. Let me ask you one last question. You talked about what the parents are learning and things like that. Tell me what you've learned about yourself working as a facilitator.
3: I'm working as a facilitator,
5: I've learned that this is truly where I am happy the most because I I love talking, enjoying, conversating with people, and uh, especially parents. Uh, like I said, I've been in, in child care for 39 years, so because of that, I engage in a lot of conversation with parents, children, um, even children who gone through my center and now who they're they're adult and now they brought their children back to
3: me. Wow.
5: So. <laughs> Being, and so being in a place where I can really talk and share information that's going to help maybe even change some lives. This is so important to me and support this initiative because this is what we're, we're about. We, we are about setting a tone that parents can, can know that they are teachers too for their children in many, many areas. I love So, it. um, that's what's so great about it. And I think this is, it's such a wonderful program. It's going to do so much for so many people. And so many families and, and children at the most. So we're thankful for the PAT program and what it's
1: doing. Wonderful. And you know, the old saying, each one teach one. And this is that exactly. So thank you so much. Um, J- Janet Kirk. I said Jeanette. Is it Jeanette or Janet? <laughs> Jeanette, I said it right. Jeanette Kirk, thank you so much for being a part of Mississippi Education Connection this morning. Well, it's time for us to take another quick break. And when we return, we'll continue discussing MPB's Parents Are Teachers to initiative. Now, uh, we're going to speak with a parent when we get back. She's going to give us an inside look at just how the initiative has helped her and her family. Now, if you have a question or comment, give us a call at one Stay tuned. This is Mississippi Education Connection. I can be anything. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading read-
3: You're listening to Mississippi Education Connection on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. You're listening to MPB Think Radio.
1: This is Mississippi Education Connection on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with my co-host, Tara Wren, Director of Education here at MPB. Well, if you're just joining us today, we've been taking a closer look into MPB's Early Childhood Training Support Initiative, Parents Are Teachers Too. Now, we found out what the program is, why it's important to the community, and how it works. Now, let's welcome our last guest to the show, Contessa Ivory. She's going to give us an insider's view of the initiative. Good morning, Contessa. Good morning. How are you? Doing wonderful. Thank you for taking a little time out of your day to spend with us here at MPB Think Radio. My pleasure. All right. Well, of course, we want to ask you a little bit about yourself and your family.
3: My husband, Artavius, and I are the parents of three children, Madeline Ivory,
1: at seven Mariah Ivory, and she is five. And Josiah Ivory, and he is four. Wow, so seven, five, and four. Yes, ma'am. So this program or initiative is tailored to your life. <laughs> it's for you and your yes, family. Ma'am. Wow. When did you first hear about PAT and what made you want to be a part of it?
3: Um, I first heard about PAT had from a facilitator and from a child care director, and um, I wanted to be a part of it because parents are teachers, too. It caught my attention. It got my attention because it encourages parent, parent-child involvement, and I was so excited to be a part of that.
1: Wow. So how many sessions have you been a part of so far? Um, we've had three. I think it is three Three. Okay, three sessions. And do you and your husband attend the sessions
2: together?
3: I have attended them, but I have. And in the last one, he did get to attend it with me. But uh, most of them I attend, and then I come back and relay it to him, relay the message of what I've learned to him.
1: So tell us yes, your perspective of the programs. What is it, the program? Yes, the sessions. Uh-huh. I love the
3: sessions. They um they are very helpful to me with me having three children and it talks um about uh, bonding with your family and you know and, and we we come together and we put all of our um thoughts and inputs and i have been getting some wonderful ideas from other parents so and th- there has not been anything that I do not like about it. I've loved everything about the program.
1: That is wonderful. Now, we've heard uh, Belinda and the facilitators and Sheila and uh, Tara talk about how the sessions are set up. Um, what has been one of the key elements of the sessions that you actually use with your family?
3: Oh, The icebreakers. I like the icebreakers because I have included the icebreakers now in my family, and we... um do icebreakers to in our family bonding time to make everything more exciting before we, you know, start work or start family, you know. that That's part of our family bonding now.
1: When the schools were shut down and you have three kids, I'm sure it was challenging for you to have your children at home every day with you and continue to do their schoolwork. How has the sessions helped you throughout the pandemic in teaching the kids at home?
3: Well, it was great you know it it has taught me a lot as far as the parent and family bonding cause we the family and uh family bonding and so once we got the family bonding we had the family bonding a family bonding session we talked about that and um and talked about family and how to get a plan together and how to make a plan and so with that that came right on time so I was, I'm, um, I have a plan every day with my children, and we're getting to bond and have family time. So it has been great, and the new normal is, has been perfect for me.
2: Can Tessa tell us about an aha moment that you had doing one of the sessions? A moment where you were like totally wow by something that someone else told you or that you learned in the, um, from the facilitator or the content.
3: Well, the aha moment for me was we have we have a great facilitator and the interaction with um all the with the interaction in the session that i've um been a part of and i have i'm not really a big communicator and uh and and I don't really interact too well with other others um because I'm I'm a little, um, you know, on the shy side. But with this session, it has really, um, with the facility we have, this session has really brought it out, and we were able to communicate everyone and come together. So I love that.
2: So would you find that you have um, grown your network and um, created new friends and a support system with Pat?
3: Yes, I have. We have created new friends. On our first night, we did an icebreaker where everyone, when everyone came in, there were flashcards that were passed out. And we got to um, write on the cards what we thought about um, everyone we had met just then. And then everyone read their cards out and I learned so much about different people, and we told about ourselves, and we have all became friends.
1: Thank you so much, Contessa Ivory, for being a part of Mississippi Education Connection. And you stay with um, Pat and learn more techniques. And uh, I know I'm sure next time we talk to you, you'll be chatting up a storm. (laughs) Pat is going to bring that out of you. (laughs) You take care. Well, we've come to the end of another great show. And then we want to thank you, our listeners, for joining us today. And, of course, thank our guests, Sheila Brown Robinson, Director of Early Childhood, and Belinda Lane, Education Outreach Specialist here at MPB, Jeanette Kirk, and Contessa Ivory for joining us today. Mississippi Education Connection is a production of MPB Think Radio in conjunction with MPB's Education Services Department and the Mississippi Department of Education. For Tara Wren, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women. This is MPB Think Radio.